This is the one to start at if you're sick of auto conferences in general or you just need something a little different. A SotoCon is the place to be September 11th through 13th. We only have a limited number of tickets and most of our events have sold out. So exactly. we're, we're just saying. <laughs> we're really excited and we just hope that you'll join us because we want to craft something that is for the whole industry, not just for a subset. Go to a SotoCon.com, get your tickets now. Yo, it's Monday. Oh. We're coming in hot. Actually, I have a little tongue twister for this morning's show. Used car market moves. Movers make used cars and making meals at home. It wasn't as bad as home. It wasn't that bad as I thought. But I, the the alliteration, which is another big word. I'm impressed. <laughs> Too big for I'm gonna just say I'm impressed. I know. You know. Sometimes in the mornings when we're making the show. We're like, what is the most relevant thing to talk about today? And really what you have to work with is just what happened yesterday and some right. other stuff. Like we start like really micro with like, is there anything that's happening right now? And then like, how about like yesterday and coming on a Monday, not a lot happens in the automotive industry over the weekend, <laughs> you know? So sometimes we zoom out a little bit. <laughs> yes. So, so we're zooming out All the out dealers are head down, hands in the dirt. All the industry partners cars. are like you know making making brisket or something making brisket i don't know texas and i don't know it was usually hot dogs right like on the grill <laughs> i've never had brisket at a dealership <laughs> unless you work That's for true. patrick abad and then he's got like t-bones <laughs> he's got like porterhouse steaks, steaks. on the grill it's his re Great. that's his number one recruiting tactic just have steak dinners at the dealership and invite other people over and you know what <laughs> people kind of want to stay <laughs> Some people love some people oh, love steak. Oh man, oh man. It. Well, look, this is we are now within one month of a Sodocon. Did you realize oh. that? We are within one month. We're going to Philly oh, on Thursday. Oh, let's go. And we're gonna be checking out the venue. Final pass through sign companies, A V companies, uh hotel. We're gonna be recording some more uh auto collabs podcasts with Cirillo. But things are so ramping up right now that I'm starting to to feel that feeling, you know. Like it's I got multiple texts this weekend from dealers, industry partners, people that I know like, hey, how many, are there still tickets left? OK, I'm getting tickets, you know, and and there's been a lot of energy. There's been a couple of dealers. That, like, I'm sharing it out. People are coming. Don't worry. They just haven't bought their ticket. So um, <laughs> don't get left in the dust. No, Please don't, do don't because we've already had some industry partners stressing out. And if you're close to the chest, if you're close to the family and you're wanting to come, you got to text us right now because I think we've got like 12 industry partner tickets left. That's it. But we had, we put them behind a paywall because if you're listening to this, we want to make sure you're, that you're there. So, uh, yeah, just make sure you're there. Not well, a paywall. Pat, but, uh, Patrick Abad jumping in the stream this morning. Good steak is just another tool in the toolbox. And by the way, if to you're get the people with toolboxes into yeah, your service department. Wink, wink. <laughs> people that, that work Love with it. the toolbox happen to also really enjoy a well-cooked steak. Listen, we got to clear something up. So, you know our friend Patrick. He's an early investor in a soda. Actually, I would say Patrick is the one that kind of kicked off the momentum because we were having dinner rare. with Patrick and we were telling him, hey, we think we're going to raise a round of investment. He was like, can I Venmo you right now? <laughs> and that's when Kyle and I was like, I think I think we're on to something, right? Like we, something. we communicate the vision. But what I really want to talk about today is that we have been calling him Patrick Abad for a really long time. And then, like, that awkward way where we were so, like, we're, we have a Such close shame. friendship, Such spent a shame. lot of time together. And then somebody said his name's actually pronounced Patrick Abad. And we were like, shut up. 
no, <laughs> no. And Kyle texts him, and we were like, he's so gracious about Screw. it. And it is, it is a bad. It is because so. he's that kind of guy. He's like, I'm not even going to waste the breath because we have more valuable things to talk about. That's just a key to his personality. Since he was here, we just had to talk about that for a yes, second. Exactly. So yeah, um, if you don't have your tickets, go to a so2gun.com. All the sessions are up. We are ready to rock and roll with you. Um, if you are not able to go to the whole event, but you're listening and you're at a dealership and you're able to get to Philly pretty easily on Monday night, we're throwing a huge party that everyone that works in the dealership is invited to. And we mean everybody. So come on in. We have a silent DJ, our silent disco, live DJ, karaoke, Nashville's hottest party band, 12 South coming in hot. And the tickets for that are free. And we have an Eventbrite set up for that, don't we, at this point? We do. We do. If you if you search party with the industry, we've got an Eventbrite and uh, it's ready to go. So if if now if you're if you're getting tickets to the main event, you don't need to go to the Eventbrite and get tickets. Yeah, there. you're already good. Uh, but if you know people close to Philly, shoot them a text. Tell them that they can come on in and uh, and hang out with you that that evening, even if they can't make it to the whole event. All right, let's talk about some news. Let's get some into news. it. Okay, uh, lead story today on automotive news. Many dealers in the midst of a used car business model shift as consumers continue to search for less expensive used cars. Not really a surprise to the Soto audience. But, um, you know, they went down and they had a lot of quotes from uh, a lot of the publicly traded companies. Obviously, bigger inventories. They're going to be more vulnerable to shifts and pivots. Um, and also, yep. you know, when you think you have a, a, a bigger organization, you have like defined trajectories that usually are going out a little bit further because you know you have shareholders you need to keep happy, so you have to have these long plans. And um, I don't know if you noticed, Kyle, but the plans have had to change a little bit. Yeah, they have had to change a little bit, and and I think that you know probably if I had to guess, some of the publics are going to recognize the shifts and changes just a little bit quicker than than some others, like a single rooftop in a in maybe a rural or, or, or suburban area. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's just a good trend to pay attention to that people are seeking out these lower price vehicles. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is also interesting is that, um, you know, when I, when I talk to dealers uh, that they are they are moving from like, uh, the trajectory of hey we don't really have a defined turn so if you don't know what turn ends it's it's how quickly you you get rid of your whole inventory um so like let's say you've got uh 80 cars in stock and um and you want to get rid of them there's two ways to look at turn either based on the number of days that you that you kind of say hey they got to be out of here or the number of times per year you could potentially turn those vehicles so that's what your vehicle turn is so uh for instance if if you had 80 cars in stock and you were selling 80 a month that's 12 turns a year meaning 12 uh, every month you're turning your complete inventory and and dealers are going from like hey it's okay to hold a car for 100 120 days because we can still get out of it profitably even on the wholesale market potentially because vehicle prices are rising we're starting to see dealers get to a much tighter like 30 or 45 or 60 day turn saying hey look these cars have to be gone by then they're pricing more aggressively which is also driving the price of wholesale down right yeah um so and then you know we we were talking actually to patrick uh, a couple months ago how he was seeing carvana bring more and more cars to the auction uh so you know this has been an indicator that's happening so far but now we're seeing it on the consumer side that that um, as uh, the Sonic president Jeff Dyke said, um, that they're seeing this this demand for a for a higher payment pre-owned vehicle move down again and and not be so accessible. So. Yeah, 
Right. So, I mean, look, if you're kind of new to the industry, that's a great little lesson in used car management right there. Uh, We're going to get into uh, a little more of that in just a second. But let's read off some of the quotes from some of the big, big groups. So Group One Automotive CEO Earl Hesterberg said in July, late July, he said, we're seeing demand shift to lower price points. And the shift is happening most prominently among middle-class consumers and those buying mass-market brand used vehicles. Asbury Automotive Group CEO David Holt said, consumers who were impulsively buying six months ago are actually a lot more deliberate in their selection. Today, Jeff Dyke, Sonic's president, who you just mentioned, said that they're seeing demand for vehicles up to eight years old. And they're starting to include vehicles in Echo Park's inventory, uh, those types of vehicles in their inventory, when previously... Uh, their their whole strategy was just vehicles that are one to four year, years old. Um, and he basically cited a $640 per month payment point. And he said that point for a used car, having that payment, the tolerance for that is going away. So now some buyers are actually even getting out of the market. And finally, uh, Penske's standalone used car brand, Car Shop, had a target price of $20,000 um, for their use, an average price of $20,000 for their used vehicle stock, but now it's actually all the way up to $30,000 on the average. Um, and they're still choosing to pass on like lower dollar, like eight to $12,000 cars, still considering those wholesale pieces. Um, so, um, and also our friend Aaron Ziegler, Michigan dealer, said that the hottest segment used cars right now, from his perspective, are ten dollars to $15,000. Yeah, we're heading back to, you know, the the kind of like everybody wants a $300 a month payment. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think you're going to start hearing that in showrooms again. You're going to start hearing that in in marketing. You know, you're going to see 299 payments being floated around um, just just because that's like what that middle class general public typically sees as a target payment. Um, actually, I was reading something earlier today that uh, that banks are kind of sitting on a significant amount of repossessed vehicles um, and and not releasing them into the market because they understand that it could actually like do something to push the market away really? from lending. Is that not wow. crazy? That yeah, I read that. This I, I got to find the article. I wish I would have put it up, but um, that banks are holding on to those cars intentionally because, because they don't they want to mess with the, the lending side on the other side. Yes, exactly. Well, yep. that's that's some strategy. So, right. I mean, the bottom line is this. There are a lot of gains to be made in used cars, right? This doesn't mean there's not a lot of money to be made, a lot of profit to be had in used cars. Um, however, more watchful strategy, uh, more real-time strategy, actually, and a shorter path to decision-making seems to be uh, the key. Now, we happen to host the Speaking a convers- of strategy. Oh, boy. Segway. Time. Strategy's an understatement on that one. Every on. Friday... Asodu powers the all things used car room that David Long hosts and creates. It is where last week we had over 350, I think it's actually over 360 dealership dealers wow. and industry partners have come through the room. And basically the topic was this, I could buy or sell more used cars if dot, dot, dot. And there was a slew of who I would, I would say are the tip top experts of used car buying, selling, pricing, strategy in the industry. Dale Pollock even showed up in the room. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we get like Dale Pollock and Alex Vetter and and these guys all the time popping in that room. And it's not just because it's it's interesting. Like you hear Dale and he gets in the room and he's like, I'm just listening. 
I'm learning, right? He's alongside of everyone. And uh, I think that there's so, so much good that comes to that room. You know, uh, just there were, there were kind of a a few things that, that we want to bullet point out that you, that you should definitely be thinking about this week and really every week that you're operating in your used car business that some of the operators and prior operators laid out. So um, things like consistent equity mining, digging into your database, um, knowing that the service drive is your friend, that that finding inventory within your service drive is a big deal. Um, Another one was figuring out how to put point of sale, point of sale materials and easy to access kiosks in the service drive, in the showroom for people to self-service themselves. For trade and, Dude, that's, and, and sale, that one right is, there is a big deal. I was like, I've never seen that in a store. It makes so much sense. People are sitting really? around. I man, really, actually, I really have never seen that in a store. The 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 version of this. See, everyone's doing it digitally now, and everyone's putting a kiosk and that type of stuff. Actually, back when I was first started in the car business, um, what they what our used car dealer did was, and he was actually super. His our used car manager, he was super diligent about it. Was there was a big old whiteboard sitting next to the TV in the, in the, in the service drive. And it said, we are in search of, and then he would write out the types of vehicles, 2000 to 2007. Right. Would he look at the appointments? (laughs) Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Right. I know he would update them three times a day. Right. Who's coming in. It was dialed in. And what was so (laughs) dialed in about it is I, so think like this, this was, this was er, this was early. I think that they were early. Is Gee, uh, a guy a named Lee idea. was very very in tune with the used car manager, and so they would the night before actually look at the appointments that were coming in between seven and nine in the morning, and they would write out. You know, they would put like some of the cars that they needed to fill used car spots, but then they would write out what's coming in the appointments. Man, and and then Lee was there from seven to nine. He was like the early version wow. of the service drive worker right wow this is 2009 10 11 that i'm talking about right now and i'm telling you without fail now we weren't buying cars from the public we were really just uh, trading up buying buying cars from the public was still a very new idea at that right. point just getting but, something new exactly but it was getting i'm telling you if if lee had 22 working days in a month 20 of them by 9 a.m in the morning were like he had a deal working sitting a deal. on the desk of the of the used car manager ready to go Gee so, whiz. Yeah. That's a great that's a great one. That's old that, school too. This is a free story for everybody. That's an right old here. school. <laughs> All right, where are we are on the list. Um next one, appoint a champion. They talked about appointing a champion, someone who really did own the strategy and was the point person. It's it's interesting to think of how many places don't actually have this, right? It's like this group right. responsibility, appointing a champion, uh stopping turnover. A very <laughs> just stop just stop your turnover, right? It's just, a it's a very it's a, uh, I'm going to go with that's a quality strategy for all units of operation. That's a universal thing, but there were some good <laughs> conversations around that. Uh here's a good one and Kyle alluded to this earlier. Follow the data on new and rental markers or rental markets as indicators, right? So Right. And, and most specifically, the rental markets, understanding like the trends within vehicle purchasing, acquisition of inventory, sale of inventory. Um, They're where, reacting so fast. And right. not just that, but they are a massive indicator on, on the volume of available use car inventory in the market. Um, because e- like, even if you're not buying directly from them, the auctions are being, you know, being filled by these, by these inventory sources. And so understanding the dynamics, especially locally of how your rental 
car fleets are are being managed by the local rental. I mean, I would make some friends. I would make some serious friends. Not that hard. Well, no, it's not that hard not for us. I don't know. Some people maybe are introverts. Nah, I use cars managers are people. People. <laughs> yeah, what are you kidding me? Car are you kidding me? <laughs> Call them up. Living. <laughs> uh, uh, finally, uh, have a plan and measure the efforts. As simple as that sounds, actually. Just writing down a simple plan in one or two sentences will really change the outcome of how well you can execute if you just measure results as well. Uh, what else? The right price, right advertising, the right process. I'm not sure I remember that one. Was that what Dale was talking about? He jumped in. Either way, it might have been, yeah. if you want to relive that room, like we just kind of gave you an overview and we totally didn't do it anywhere near the justice that was done. Go to the link in the show notes, listen to the Clubhouse room, or just open the Clubhouse app and search all things used cars, and it'll be the last room. You can plug it, you can listen to it at 1.5 speed, and you can see who's talking. Literally a treasure trove of used car department ideas, and not just ideas like, hey, let's throw this against the wall and see if it's six. No, these are people that are actual practitioners doing it every single day, and some of these people seeing it from a very high level with dealers all across the country. Oh, it was Diego. Chris Reeves just dropped into the comments. It was Diego. Diego. Diego Vargas, uh, another talking, speaking of a treasure trove of information. So look, uh, our takeaway for this one, victory goes to the practitioners, the people that actually do it. Try some new things. Be wrong. Get closer to being right. And uh, the used car business is always going to be that way. But look, in a world where we don't know about chips and OEM decisions and all that, used cars is the department you can control. So get out there. Well, Paul, speaking control. about chips. <laughs> Segway. See, I snagged that one. Just one little word. Just pulled it uh, out. You said just speaking like that. of, and I was like, where is he going with this one? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, man, there's a new story about a grocer in Utah called called Marcellus Foods that is focusing their efforts not on a wide variety or expansive list of available foods and food groups. They are dialing in on just about 80 items that are intentionally made around meal prep. Now, uh, what I think, like just anecdotally, what I think is super interesting about this is it is it calls from like the HelloFresh brand of boxed meals and then goes, there's still something nostalgic about being in and amongst a grocery store and tying those two things together for speed and efficiency of being in the grocery store, reduced uh, reduced necessity to make high level or or, or intense decisions. Uh, and they are they are do, utilizing education to push in and, and give people the access to cooking and making it fun again, which is like, there's so many dynamics to that type of brand play and that type of intentionality to your consumer base that it's almost hard to list them all. So they, they did a good job of listing some things in this Instagram post from their account. You can link it up. Basically, it's, it's up on the screen if you're, if you're listening or if you're watching. If you're listening, it goes like this. They say, do you know that 98% of people prefer a home-cooked meal, but only 10% say they love to cook? That's because meal prepping is the worst. Wow. Until now, there's never been a real solution. So 
They're Marcellus Foods, and their mission is to make it easy for everyone, and we mean everyone, to eat well at home. And so they you know, want you to follow them for expert cooking tips and kind of like the easy way to buy things. That's their secret, right? They only stock the ingredients you need to kind of create. In the article, they call the formulas, right? And they're trying to teach you how to be able to like know how to whip up a fresh cooked meal and make it easy. By the way, like their brand messaging is dialed in, and they put it all in one Instagram post. <laughs> It's unbelievable. They've been hanging out with okay. Donald Miller, I can tell. Look, here's the thing. This there's such a straight line to vehicle ownership and how a dealership can create quality content oh, gosh, that yes. drives people to to purchasing and service behavior. I mean, like I don't want to even spell it out for people because it's such a straight line. I, the people would be like, "Well, duh, Kyle." But when you think about like the level of education and the intentionality that they're having around their product and their and their social media profiles and the way that they are driving people to purchase because they're the educating brand on doing something that you love is right for the picking. Ah, right for the picking. See what I did there? Uh, for auto dealers. <laughs> you know, empa- empathetic. It's a little marketing section as we're going to wrap it up here. Empathetic statements make massive, massive impact. When they put it in their message in their second line, that's because meal prepping is the worst. Why would you tell people it's the worst? You want them to meal prep. You're developing a whole business around them meal prepping and you're telling them it's the worst. You're just getting people's heads <laughs> going like this. They already know that's it. it's the worst. The most successful social media post my agency can grow and ever put out started with this. Dealers have been jerking consumers around for years. And the dealer said, well, what if they think it's me? And I was like, they already think it's you. <laughs> they <laughs> do. Tell them why you're different. <laughs> and it, it blew up. It went nuts. But look, this is all about trying new things. It's all about paying attention. It's all about being a practitioner, which is why we practice doing this every single day. We're like doctors, lawyers, car dealers. We're practicing. So get out there and practice a little. Practice a little.